in the beginning, it's base. It's easy. You can do this. I got this. You're excited and pumped and ready to go. And then, oh, snap, life happens. What do I do? You adjust. And that's the great thing. As long as you keep moving forward and keep adjusting, you're going to get there. So don't sweat it. Don't make it harder than it has to be. So here's the question. How do runners like us remain active, get stronger, and heal from injuries without being told to stop running and create a healthy life for ourselves so we can continue to hit PRs well into our 40s and 50s? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. My name is Dr. Dwayne Scotty, physical therapist, running coach, and creator of Spark Physical Therapy, where we help active adults be able to run without aches and pains so you can feel good about yourself again. Welcome to the Healthy Runner Podcast. Hey runners, before we get into this episode, have you ever wanted to get back in shape and feel good about yourself again by running a half marathon? Well, that's exactly what we help runners do in the Team Healthy Runner Half Marathon Training Program. So before I started helping runners achieve their running goals, I've been helping injured runners get back on the pavement doing what they love as a physical therapist since 2003. Now through Spark Physical Therapy and our Healthy Runner community, myself and our team of Healthy Runner coaches will get you back in shape to run 13.1 miles. This program is perfect for the beginner or dedicated runner who's looking to get their running spark back and they don't want to waste time trying training plans that may not be best for them. Get the structure and the guidance you need to get back in shape with a semi-custom run plan, run-specific exercises, and community support from our Healthy Runner coaching team to run a half marathon. Here's how the program works. Team Healthy Runner is a 12-week step-by-step online and in-person half marathon training program focused on implementing life-changing structured runs and strength workouts for your running and life. We have a private support group, online training calendar, exercise worksheets, and videos to guide you in organizing your training and staying healthy along the way. At the end of our program, you will accomplish running 13.1 miles, but more importantly, get your running fitness back for summer and fall running and hopeful in-person races. So if that describes you and you want to be able to get back in shape and feel good again, join the Team Healthy Runner Half Marathon Training Program today and let's take your running fitness and health to the next level. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to episode 54 on the Healthy Runner podcast and we are live within the Healthy Runner Facebook group talking about half marathon training tips for you to get your running spark back in 2021. So I am super pumped about this one because this is actually the first time we're having more than two guests on the show. A matter of fact, we have our whole Healthy Runner coaching team on this episode to share our best training tips for you to crush your next half marathon. So welcome to the show team. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, everybody. Awesome. So in this episode, guys, we are going to be covering common answers uh, or common questions and answering such as how long do you need to train for a half marathon? How many days a week should I run for a half marathon Mm -hmm. training? Can I run a half marathon if I can run six miles? 
Is it hard to train for a half marathon? Can you lose weight while training for a half marathon? And how do I run my first half marathon? So for those of you who are here on the Healthy Runner Facebook live stream, can you guys do me a favor and just comment live in the comment box? We want to see who's showing up. And if you're watching this on the replay, can you comment replay? So let's get started with our dynamic warm-up. So as you guys know, this is the first question we ask everyone. So tell us, where are you from and what do you do? Um, so let the people know kind of what you do for your day job and some of your running uh, backstory here. So we'll start out with uh, Coach Kat. Hello. I am a resident of Connecticut, Northford, Connecticut, to be exact. I'm a project engineer during the day. At night, I am a group fitness instructor at our Wallingford YMCA. And my running story, I actually had to look this up. I ran my first half marathon in 2016, and it was the Cheshire. So before 2016, I never really ran more than a 5K. So that's my running story. And now I'm running a lot, and I'm a run coach in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. There was a couple yes. of years I haven't included from 2016 to now a lot happened, but in a nutshell, my first longer race was in 2016. Nice. And you've been uh, crushing your distances ever since, and mm -hmm. you're doing amazing with your running progress. And Jean is here on the live cat and she says she loves your uh, sneakers behind you. See, oh, so she you. loves Thank you. <laughs> What's going on, Gene? And our girl Letitia is here. What's up, Letitia? How are you? Thanks for tuning in. And Lisa's here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Trish is here. Man, your ears must have been ringing, Trish. We were just mentioning you. <laughs> and uh, Sonia's here on the live. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, so who do we got next? Let's go uh, Coach Latoya. Tell us uh, where are you from. What do you do? Happy Monday. So I'm Latoya. I live in Wallingford. And by day, I am a manufacturer's sales rep. So 25 years of sitting sedentary. I can't wait to open the door and go move and run either at five o'clock or before my day starts. So in a nutshell, like Kat, I won't give you the whole, the whole story, but uh, I really kicked my consistent running off in 2008 or so, uh, where I started off running 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons. Fast forward, I have uh, just found a love for, for running. It really helps keep me sane, keeps my day job in perspective and keeps my family life in perspective. Without running, I don't know where I'd be. Probably not in a good place, guys. <laughs> Indeed, I think everyone can relate to that. And you didn't even mention the 26.2 in Alaska? No, I didn't. I did. I'm crazy enough. I ran in Alaska. Don't worry, it was in June. And it was beautiful. It was on the summer solstice. It was gorgeous. I was a little crazy, a little nervous. I'm out there running and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm running through the bears, living room, bathroom, kitchen, their whole, their whole home is the forest where I'm running. It was pretty amazing. And I, I look forward to going back to Alaska to do it again. That's awesome. That's, yeah. that was probably an amazing experience. Um, so coach Lou, you are on the docket next. Tell us where are you from? And uh, tell us your running journey. Okay, hi, I'm Lou. Um, so in the during the day, I'm a, I'm a chemist, 
and I'm a computational chemist, so, um, so I'm sitting in front of a computer all day. Um, but the good thing is I don't have to touch the toxic chemicals. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, after sitting in front of a computer all day, I feel like I, I need some exercise. So I, I do some exercises, but I don't start seriously running. Actually, right after Katrina. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, so, so Kat did uh, her Hartford Marathon 2016, and at that time I just started thinking of running my half marathon. So I, so Kat gave me a lot of encouragement along the way, and uh, so I started my first 5K and and half in two, 2017, um, and I, I get pretty happy with that and uh, get uh, obsessed with it. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I did my first marathon the same year. And um, and then I start to um, get more into it and read some books and educate myself and get a lot of PRs along the way and uh, eventually get the Boston qualified last year during the pandemic. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. Um, like many people does um, in the beginning, whenever I go for a run, I just go all out and um, doesn't get me anywhere. But uh, <laughs> but recently I get um, a lot, most of my run are super slow and they, uh, but they actually make me run faster and faster. Yeah. So um, lots of interesting th things to share and I'm also a running coach and um, a personal trainer as well. So I'm here to help with training questions. Yeah, and Lou, you have like so much knowledge. Like I love how you get into the science of running and training and the specifics. And you're definitely by far the um, highest vertical that I've seen in a runner doing plyometric exercises. Yes. <laughs> He's taking my classes. He can jump very, very high. Yeah, Lou is like a kangaroo, guys. Um, I've seen him on Zoom uh, doing some plyometric exercises before as part of our uh, Healthy Runner Strength Program, and he, he's got some ups in him. So yeah, thank you for sharing, Lou, uh, your story. And I think everyone just got some nightmares about the periodic table of elements back from uh, chemistry in either high school or college days. I remember having to memorize that thing. I couldn't tell you probably one element on there. And I've taken like five chemistry courses throughout high school and college in my PT education. Um, but let's uh, get on to our, our distant learner here, right? Our coach Whitney all the way out on the West Coast in Arizona. Yes. Hi, guys. I am Whitney. I actually live in Southern Arizona, and today we're having a freak storm, and it's cold, and it's rainy, and they say it might snow. So I'm going to experience what all of you experience on a <laughs> regular winter basis. Um, I am a stay-at-home mom. I have three little kids, uh, nine, seven, and almost five. Um, so hopefully they'll all be in school starting in the fall, all in one school, which will be great. I am a running coach. Actually, that's how I met Mr. Dwayne Scotty. We took our certification class together online um, this past summer and spring, maybe. Um, yeah. And that's how we got connected. And let's see, I've been running, it's been almost seven years I've been a runner. Um, 
I'm an endurance runner. I like the long distances. Um, I did my first 50K. It was actually 55K because of where it needed to end um, three years ago. And I'm just itching to get back. I like absolutely love it. But I do like the shorter things too. I think half is half marathon's my favorite. So. Nice. So did it end at 55K? Because you had to like avoid where like the rattlesnake den was no the way it like went out it was a there was a 50 mile option and then the 55k and in order to get back to the starting it was an out and back so in order to get back it happened to be it needed that extra 5k which happened to be all uphill (laughs) i see i see so i know this is the time of year that we are all kind of getting back in shape after the holidays And for those who are here on the live stream or watching on the replay, I'm curious to see how many of you are like me and you're looking to get that spark to get back on track. If so, just type in spark back into the comment box. Uh, Let me know if you are where we are right now in our training. And that's what I'm really looking forward to. And this is kind of a little bit of an aside here, but as I was doing my strength training this morning, I really felt finally finally, like I am getting back on track and it does take a couple of weeks. So for those of you who are in our healthy runner strength program, and you've been getting after it for either four, five or six weeks, some of you started six weeks ago, um, you should definitely be seeing that things are getting easier. And that is the key to strength training is when we initially start a new program, it takes a little while for our body to adapt. And then your neuromuscular system gets a little smarter. So you can send those signals from your brain to the muscles and your movement patterns get a little better, but then you do that consistently, which is key over time. And then you start to see those strength gains and you start to feel your muscles more and you start to feel like things are getting a little bit easier. And then what you need to do is definitely progress to the next level. So I'm excited to start to release phase two of our healthy runner strength program uh, coming out soon. So those of you who are in our program, uh, keep an eye out for that. But let's get into some half marathon questions. So guys, really this episode, I want you to first and foremost meet like these amazing individuals that we have, that we are so lucky within our Healthy Runner Facebook community are going to be providing you content on a weekly basis now. Um, They are all moderators of our group. So they will be responding to your questions just in case, because our group is growing, um, in case I miss it, I miss your post, I miss your question. Um, our team of coaches will be able to respond to you. And really they're here as a resource for you. So I wanted you to meet them individually. And then our second goal was to really help you because I put out a poll within our group probably about six weeks ago now about what races we're doing. It was like right after new year's, it was like, okay, new year. Like, what are we going to be doing this year? And by far the majority of you said that you wanted to run a half marathon this year. So I figured we would share our best half marathon tips. So that's really what we're looking to do in this episode. And then also we just released, um, we're in launch week right now for our new team, healthy runner, half marathon training program. So we launched it last Thursday. It closes this Thursday. So for those of you watching on Facebook, you got a couple of days to get in, join the team because training starts next week. So we're going to get after it starting a 12-week program next week. Super pumped about that. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you literally have one day to get in on the program. So if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you click that link in the show notes. 
um, to sign on before it closes down. Uh, this will close because it is a 12 week program and we're having a virtual race date on April 25th. So it will be uh, 12 weeks. So that is the goals of today. So if you've heard about the program, we will field any of your questions that you have about the program during this episode and any of your half marathon questions that you have for us. So I'm gonna start out with my first question to Coach Whitney is, how long do you need to train for a half marathon and how many days a week should I run for half marathon training? All right, I, my opinion is you can really go anywhere from 10 weeks all the way to 16 weeks and it kind of depends on where you're at currently or when you're going to start the program. Um, have you had enough time to build up a base? Are you like running on a regular basis now or are you just gonna run out the door first thing tomorrow? Um, this program is 12 weeks, which is actually my favorite length of time for half marathon training. Um, I tend to get bored if it gets too much longer than that, but that's me. Um, I also would say at least four days a week you should be running. Um, a lot of people do five. I personally only, oh no, I do do five. I do five. I do one day of strength training and one complete rest day with maybe some yoga on that day, foam rolling. Um, but yes, anywhere from 12 weeks to 16 weeks for training, for the training cycle, at least four days a week, ideally five if you can. Um, I know some people with time, it's just not possible, but that's what I usually recommend. Yeah, so I would definitely agree with that. And I think uh, Coach Whitney is really just bringing up that some of this may be variable, right? And then that's where, you know, getting a customized program and even being in our team healthy runner program, I will adjust depending upon your needs. So I actually spoke to a couple of people who enrolled today and they're going to be running four days a week. And the majority of you, four days is probably best if you have a nice base built up and we are looking to really run a fast half marathon and not just run a half marathon, then five days, I would agree with Whitney, would be ideal uh, scenario um, for you. So, yeah, so Trisha says that she is really struggling with going outside to run when it's cold. Last week, I only ran two times. Is running only two times a week enough for the next few weeks since I'm doing the strength training and yoga? I know I have an opinion on that. Does anyone want to answer Trisha's question before we kind of continue on here? Anyone have any thoughts? I'll dive in. I will, I will, I will. Go for it. All right. So the more you have time on your feet, the easier it's going to be. We're in base training. You're not there yet, but you want to train your mind and your body in all conditions. We're, we're running in April. That's your end goal. 12 weeks from now, will it be snowing and cold? No. But do we want to have more time on our feet? Absolutely. And we want to discipline ourselves to get out there no matter what the, uh, the weather is with the appropriate uh, safety measures in mind, of course. But race day might come and it might be raining. It might be cold. It might be wet. And you want to be prepared. So if you have to hit the treadmill, hit the treadmill to get those miles. If you have to cross train maybe one of those days because you can't get out there, make sure you cross train. But the more time on your feet and the more appropriately dressed you are, and uh, you can handle those weather difficulties better to get you out there. And it'll help you become stronger towards the, the nice spring weather. And you'll be so happy that you did get out there. I Somebody love gave that. me a tip this past 
last weekend, because I made a post about being cold when I was running, about using those hot hands, those, those warmers. I seriously put those in your gloves and put some in the side of your leggings. It really helps like a hundred percent guarantee you, you will, you will be glad you did. Nice. And I also shared in the video that I did the live last Saturday. I don't know if you guys saw the mittens that I have. Those things are like amazing. So I got them actually at the Hartford um, marathon a couple years ago at the expo and they're just literally two layers. So there's like a fleece layer and then there's the outer shell. Like I wore them this morning. My run this morning was, I don't know, 16 degrees. And literally I only ran three and it was an easy conversational piece. My hands were sweating by like, you know, two miles in, I was like, man, these things are like warm. So I don't know if you could check that out as well. Um, if you do the, these two layer mittens that they have, your hands stay warm and my hands aren't like ones that really sweat a whole lot, but they definitely warm up uh, quite a bit. So thank you, Latoya, for answering uh, Trisha's question. I totally agree with that. So this is great. You guys are, are firing the questions at us. So coaching team, I hope you guys are ready because we're going to be firing away because I want to lose these questions as we go. So Kat, this next one's going to be for you because I have uh -oh. a feeling you're going to have a nice, uh, you're going to be able to respond to this one. So Lisa is wondering that um, she's running her first 5k in March. She started running about a month ago and her longest run has been four miles at an easy run pace of 12 minutes per mile. Is it reasonable to expect I can run a half this year as a new runner? Definitely. Um, when you say this year, what time frame are you talking about? Um, but if you already are at four miles at a 12 minute pace, and this was just training for your 5K, then it's not a big jump to jump into a training program as long as you give yourself ample opportunity and time. The whole purpose of a training program is to build up the mileage, build up the body so that you don't get injured and you can do it. But I would say most definitely, my first half marathon was the Cheshire half in April um, in 2016. And I had only run a 5K previously to that. Now I spent a long time, I think it was almost a 16 week. It was a four month training program to build up to that, but it is possible. Um, it, it is definitely, most definitely possible already with your base of four miles. Time doesn't really matter when you're starting out or when you're training. Don't focus so much on your time, just on the distance. And like Latoya said, time on your feet. So just work on the distance, but yeah, that is definitely possible. Yeah, I completely agree. And even, you know, Lisa, I think first off, congrats, like you are well on your way um, to accomplishing a 5k, which is a huge, huge, huge accomplishment as it is. And yeah, I would absolutely agree. A half marathon is definitely in the cards for this year. And even like what Whitney was talking about before is technically you could do a half marathon from when you started running take, you know, it would just be a slower plan to like a 16 or 20 week plan. Obviously with me being the healthcare provider here, I would need to say it would need to be pain-free. So as long as your body is <laughs> tolerating the, the increase, gradual increase in mileage, then 
absolutely a half marathon possibly could happen in early midsummer, definitely in the fall. I think that is completely reasonable um, for you. So actually, this, this is a good segue to my next question for Lou, which is because you kind of mentioned, Lisa, that you were running four miles already. And plus, like you're running four already, you're definitely ready for your 5K, right? So that's actually a good thing. And for those who are, are newer to running, and if you're thinking about training for a 5K, what Lisa's doing is actually perfect. She's doing like one longer run that's actually a little bit past that distance. So for like a 5K or a 10K, it is good to actually extend yourself a little bit because when you run that 5K, you're gonna be like, oh, I've done this before so many times, like 3.1, I got this, right? So now Lou, what if I'm someone who right now, let's say six miles, which is actually me right now, uh, six miles is my long run. I've done that for the last three weeks in a row. And is can I get into a half marathon training program if I can run six miles? What do you think? Oh, for sure. Yeah, it, um, just like if the goal, depending on your goal, right? For Of course, for you, you run marathons, half marathons before, but even for, for people who haven't run any half marathon, um, you know, if you just want to finish it, the longest run can be just 10, 10 miles or something, and you already run six miles, so you just have to gradually increase the long run and you can get it very quick and and within this 12 week program you can I, i'm sure that last year the long run is 11 miles something or 12 so with that you are like you're almost there right 12 miles is just like so close right so close <laughs> to 13.1 so yeah you can definitely do that and and actually because if you start with six miles then you actually have the foundation and you get a little time to build up your speed too. So you can not, not just finish mm -hmm. a, marathon, a half marathon, but finish it um, at a pretty good time that you like. So that'd be Absolutely. Good. So what Lou is really saying is that if you're running six right now, you really have 12 weeks to add only five more miles to that long run. <laughs> and how that works is what we do in our plan is We'll have you run six miles for maybe two weeks and then build you up to seven miles for maybe a week. And then we have a cutback week. So that's like an active recovery week where we maybe have you go back down to four or five miles and then you do seven again and then we build you up to eight. So over this course of 12 weeks, really, and this is like with our plan or any half marathon training plan that you are in. And I feel like I need to mention this now because I've actually treated a bunch of injured runners um, who were newer to running, who followed um, certain plans. And I don't want to mention names, but maybe like watch plans or like famous apps that you might have heard of that are super aggressive. Like some of these plans that I've seen are very aggressive and they are more for the experienced runner and not the everyday runner, leisure runner, right? Recreational runner, whatever you call yourself, like I call myself. Um, that's, I don't know if those plans are right for you. So just make sure that the plan that you're doing has these kind of what I call cutback weeks and it's progressing slowly. So not every single week you're going to increase a mile on your long run. 
Um, but if you can do six miles, you are ready to go. And most people, even for our program, I say, if you're running five miles, you're ready because your first long run is most likely going to be six miles. I might, depending upon how many five milers you've done, I might even start you for week one on five miles. And that's where, you know, we kind of customize your program based upon how you fill out our questionnaire. And we find out that information on what is your longest run been? How, how many times have you done that? Um, have you run a half marathon before? So there are a bunch of different variables that go into the decision-making process of when all of us build plans for you. Um, so absolutely six miles, you can run a half marathon. Um, so I would agree with that. Sonia says that uh, she feels like she is in a walking, she lives in a walking boot, uh, trying to figure out how to train without injury. Mm. I recently had surgery on a peroneal tendon for the second time in three years. Oh my goodness. So sorry to hear. Uh, well, you, you're in the right place. So That's we can awesome. certainly talk about that. And if you need help, um, I do offer virtual visits. Um, if we need help getting you on the right rehab path before you even get back to running and out of your walking boot. So Donna, thank you so much for joining. We appreciate it. Uh, Melanie, good to see you. So Trisha says, I don't have a treadmill option. So my running has to be in the evenings after work. Um, and it's her legs and lower back that never seem to warm up. So definitely Trish, I would recommend those hip circles, right? That's part of our uh, warm up um, that you know in our Healthy Runner Strength Program, as well as the five minute dynamic warm up uh, to help loosen those legs up. So make sure you are doing them before you go out for these cold weather runs. And uh, Lisa does have a question about how long to build a base. All about that base. So Kat, I'm gonna I'm gonna field that back to you because you answered Lisa's question before. What are your thoughts on how long um, to build a, a base level of training? That actually depends on the distance and the individual and how active they are. Um, if you're talking about if you've never if you have if if you're a couch to five k person, which is what I've worked with then your base may take that six weeks of that training plan that you're actually just working on building a base to accomplish the 5k, the walk, run, walk, run. But that's the building up. If you're starting a 10k, you should probably be able to run a two to three miles and then you could work on that base plan. Um, I know that's kind of ambiguous, but a lot of it does depend on how long you've been running and what your goal is. Um, if your goal is to run a 5K or your goal is to run a half marathon, the base is going to be a little different. But if you're talking about a 12-week plan, generally speaking, the first three to four weeks, in my opinion, should be a true base plan. Maybe even five weeks if you're really, really struggling. And the advantage of having a coach is if you are struggling, because I've had runners when I've coached who really, really struggle at week three, I can dial it back to week two and still work on your base. Um, so it is an individual, but probably four, maybe five for a base. And if you still need more base at six, don't worry about it. Just do what you need so that you have that solid foundation because that will then help you progress. And if you don't have that solid foundation, you are going to get 
injured, discouraged. So I know it might be not an exact answer, but I, it depends on your distance and how much you have. But I, most plans, I would recommend a four to five week base building plan. Um, maybe more, maybe less, depending on your running fitness. Love it. And to get some more information on that, Lisa, we did talk about training cycles as one of our first episodes of the new year. So go back about four episodes, I believe it is now, um, where I really kind of got a little bit in depth into periodization, training cycles, base training. And we also did talk about that for our marathon training for beginners um, episode with Harrison and Mo. So check that one out. And Lisa does say that fall is her goal for a half marathon. Awesome, Lisa. Uh, You will definitely be ready for that in the fall. And uh, Miss Rachel says, this is why I love working with you, Dwayne. Pain-free is so important, uh, not pushing through pain. All right, guys. So we got another question here. So uh, Tina, thank you so much for joining. And uh, she wants to know, what should my weekly mileage be before starting the 12-week program? long time runner, but low mileage currently while slowly getting back from a hamstring issue. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're asking about weekly mileage before starting a 12 week program for a half marathon. Um, you are an experienced runner and you currently have low mileage, um, but you're slowly building back because your hamstring issue. Do you guys mind if I take this one? Go for it. Go for you guys it. mind? Okay. So this is actually, I just You're had a smart. runner in here. Uh, yeah, this is like my jam. I'm like, I'm like fiending right now. Hamstring issue. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I just actually had a runner in here an hour ago um, with a hamstring issue. Um, this is by far, I don't know what is up with 2020 and hamstring issues and runners, but I don't know if it was something that people didn't know that I helped or, but it's by far the most common running injury that I've seen this year. And I think it is attributed to increased sitting that everyone's doing on zoom, but I'm not sure just empirical, just kind of opinion I don't have evidence to support that. But um, yeah. So Tina, I would say, you know, first off, I would make sure that your hamstring issue has been resolving and you're at that low level where it is a one or two, maybe after your runs, um, remember this kind of chronic, and if it is in fact, a hamstring tendinopathy issue, top of the hamstring, right below your butt area, that tendon problem takes months to get better and it will get better with the right strategies and loading the hamstring tendon. We have an episode, we have two episodes actually on hamstring, um, injuries. They're actually one of our most popular that have been listened to on the podcast. So go back They're in like the twenties. Um, or 30s, or if you're on Facebook, if you want to just drop hamstring, I'll send you my ultimate guide for treating hamstring injuries and runners. Just type in hamstring into the comment box. I will send that to you so you can check those uh, previous podcasts out. But to really answer your question in terms of weekly mileage, I'm more concerned about the long run with you at least running like definitely four miles, Um, but likely a five miler as opposed to weekly volume. So I would say, you know, honestly, you could be doing 15 miles right now and you could still get into a program. You would be in kind of a quote unquote novice, even though you are an experienced runner because you are coming off an injury, if that makes sense. So for your plan, really, we wouldn't be adding in unless you told me like you've recently done speed work. I wouldn't be adding in speed work. Really the goal for you, I think you tell me if I'm wrong, but I would, I would advise you is to finish 13.1 without having increase in your hamstring pain during your training and your race and actually finishing healthy a race 
um, as opposed to trying to run it for time and then possibly re-aggravating your hamstring issue. So I would recommend you not be doing speed work during this and just really building up that weekly volume as well as building up those long runs and making sure you're maintaining your hamstring specific exercises. I am like super passionate about this because this is an injury I had and I've helped so many runners with it. And that's the key is the long-term maintenance. And that's why in our healthy runner strength program, we do those Nordic hamstring curls once a week, right guys? You guys have seen that in there. Um, and the goal, the rationale, why is it in there is to prevent this common hamstring pain that runners get is because we eccentrically load the hamstring tendon and we build up the strength and resilience in the tendon so we don't have this problem. Sorry guys for taking over there. <laughs> this, this episode's about you guys, not me. So I need to talk less um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you guys take it from here, honestly. So is it hard to train for a half marathon? It is hard if you want it to be hard. It's all up here, it's all up here. So running is a mental sport. And it's hard if you want it to be hard. It's easy if you want it to be easy. I think it's so important to get your mindset right, your priorities right, and to be flexible because life happens. So in the beginning, it's base. It's easy. You can do this. I got this. You're excited and pumped and ready to go. And then, oh, snap, life happens. What do I do? You adjust. And that's the great thing. As long as you keep moving forward and keep adjusting, you're going to get there. So don't sweat it. Don't make it harder than it has to be. Move things around, cut back a little here and, and be okay with it. It's just in planning. I, I think it's so important to get your mindset right, your sleep right, and then just know, focus the, what you want now or what you want most. And it'll happen that way. It really will. What you want most is to get to 13.1, strong, healthy, injury-free. So gets your mind wrapped around with, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability today and just keep moving forward. And, and if you need support, you've got a great community here in, in the Facebook healthy runner. We are all your, your biggest cheerleaders. We all want to see everybody get to 13.1, 26.2, 50K ultras farther than that. So it's all up here, a little bit of a little bit of grit, a little bit of health and be flexible and you will get there. Absolutely. It does not have to be hard. No. I love it. I love how you are, you explain things with such an ease and in such a calming way. And I love all of your mindset tips and posts that you add um, within our community, Latoya. And even in last year's, for those that were in our fall uh, team half marathon program, uh, Miss Latoya was killing it with the motivational post. Thank um, you. So I love, I love that uh, mindset stuff. And it, it is it, like, yes, like half of it's physical, half of it's mental, right? And I think uh, you explained that beautifully. Um, so thank you. You got it. Can I jump right. in real quick? You're not, Absolutely. you're not going to love every single workout. There are going to be days where you're going to come home and you're going to be like, that was awful. I don't want to do this anymore. But then you're going to wake up the next day and you're going to be like, yes, I have an easy run or I have this great workout that I have planned. And you're just going to kick it. And it's all those bad thoughts go away. We all have those days. I have days where I go out for a long run and like halfway through, I'm like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore, but it's on my plan. So I finish it and I come home and yes, this is great. I actually did it. So bad days are going to happen. 
but good days are also going to happen. You're going to have a lot more good days than you will bad days. So just keep moving one foot in front of the other. And we will get you guys there. Thank you, Whitney. That was awesome. So Kat, I have a question that is a common question that we get um, with a lot of runners. And this is something I'm not going to lie. When I first started running half marathons, this was like probably the greatest benefit that I noticed is once I started stretching out my long runs, I felt like I slimmed down a little bit. I lost mm. a little weight. It got easier to slim down uh, when I started uh running those long runs training for a half. So coach cat, can you lose weight while training for a half marathon? Sure. You give me the tricky question. Um, you can lose weight training for a half marathon, but I emphasize because I get a lot of beginner runners as well who say I should start running to lose weight. And I want to emphasize that that shouldn't be your singular or main goal in a half marathon because it may not happen the way you want it to. Yes, you will lose weight. A lot of it obviously depends on your diet, your how much you want to lose, your body composition, your age, your hormones. And last week was a great podcast about diet. Um, I would say you should, that shouldn't be your main goal in picking a half marathon program. It may be one of the benefits. There's a lot of benefits. And in my classes, I emphasize more heart healthy and cardiovascular health rather than a weight loss to it. Um, so it really does depend on so many different factors. It is possible to lose some weight. Um, but again, if you're already fairly thin, you're already fairly active, you have a lot of muscle, you may not lose as much as you think you would lose. Um, so I would say... In short, yes, you can, but don't make that your singular goal because you could be disappointed and then you'll be like, oh, I'm never going to run another half marathon because I didn't lose any weight. So that would be my short answer. <laughs> I have a long, long history of this one with the, the lose weight issue. But so, yes, in my marathon training, I do notice because of the increase in mileage, um, and the increase in the long runs, and you have a 20 miler, then a 12, a 20, a 12. I do slim down. I tone up more. I wouldn't say I necessarily lose weight per se, but I definitely um, tone up a little more and slim down. Um, so if you are coming from a place where you're not as active as you would like, and you start putting in these longer runs, it will happen. If you're already running five to six days a week and you're just adding some speed work or hill work, you may not see as much of a weight loss as you would if you were not as active, let's say. Yeah, okay. and this is actually something. So we have a question from uh, Leticia and Coach Lou. I'm going to uh, send this one over to you. Um, so what if you don't want to lose weight while preparing for the half? What are your thoughts, Lou? Oh, actually, that that definitely works with me because I don't really want to lose too much weight anymore. Diet is important, and after the run, you gotta eat, get some energies. There's uh, this rule that after the run within 30 minutes, try to get um, protein and some carb um, to replenish. Um, an easy rule is that 
every one mile you you lose about a hundred calories. So you can imagine if you run 20 miles, 2000 calories, that's a lot. So yes, uh, get something good carbs, um, like the, you can those um, complex carbs after the long run within 30 minutes, that's really helpful. And drink a lot of water as well. And, and also do cross training. That's, that's including in this uh, healthy runner program, right? So the, the thing you just, if you don't use a muscle, it, it shrinks. Um, so if you just run all the time and you don't really use your upper body much, so maybe you lose, like if you're already muscular, you may lose some muscle mass. So that, that's the way that you, you probably don't want to lose too much because although we run with our feet, you still need the upper body and the core to keep you straight and then to move your hands. And so, um, and also it's good for the whole overall balance as well. So yeah, that's why in this program there, there are also some upper body training so that um, can keep you hold the important muscle that you don't really want to lose. Yeah, so Lou, from what I took away from what you just shared there is definitely the importance of your post-run fuel to really supply those nutrients to your muscles so you're not using them and then atrophying away. And especially protein intake is going to be huge, uh, Leticia. Um, the other thing that I took away is the importance of strength training, which I know, Leticia, you're already doing that with Coach Latoya mm -hmm. with your rise and grind, right? Yeah. You're killing it 5.30 a.m. in the morning. So by you strengthening, like Lou is talking about, that is going to prevent your muscles going into what we call a catabolic state. So that's when our muscles break down and then you lose muscle and then you lose weight, right? So you're still in that anabolic state by building muscle because you're doing strength training. And then you are making sure you're feeding your muscles to allow that recovery process so they don't wither away. And then the other thing I would just add in there, um, kind of some of what Lou is talking about, guys, is for like a full marathon training, I would say, there's a huge difference between 26.2 and 13.1 and the physiologic effects to your body. So even like Leticia, your long runs for like your half marathon training, you know, they're gonna be 10 miler, 11 miler, maybe a 12, but if this is your first half, it won't be a 12, right? So it's going to be 11 miles. So think about, it's not like you're going to be out there, um, let's say four five, six hours, right? When you're marathon training, you are out there that long. And that takes a significant toll on your body and you wind up, yeah. you know, losing some weight um, because you are out there for so long. For half marathon training, Leticia, honestly, there's really not anything you need to be worried about as long as you're doing what Lou said, strengthening and replenishing and making sure that you are feeding those muscles um, for fuel. All right. So let's get into our next question. This is for Coach Whitney. Um, this is really speaking to kind of the beginner runners, right? Who are thinking about, hey, you know what? I joined this healthy runner group and, you know, these people were talking about a half marathon and I want to run my first half marathon. So how do you run your first half marathon? What are your thoughts or tips that you have, uh, Whitney? Well, the first thing to do is sign up for a race, set that as your goal, sign up for a training plan, join us for this training cycle that we're going to be doing. Um, and just sign up, just trust the process, trust your training, 
trust that you've put in the time on your feet. Like LaToya said, it's time on your feet. You've put in the miles, you've put in the energy and you're ready. Race day is going to always be nerve wracking, whether it's your first or your 50th race, a 5k, a marathon, it doesn't matter. You're going to have those race day jitters, but just trust the process and have fun with it. Don't, if it's your first, don't go in there with any time expectations. Don't go in there, you know, wanting to be your best friend who lives across the street. <laughs> do it for you to finish, to have fun. And most importantly, do it so you feel good while you're running. Because a lot of people get focused on their paces and their times and everything. Just have fun. And your main goal should be to finish and to feel good. You don't want to end and be in agony. You want to run comfortably and want to do it again. That's the whole goal is to just make this your lifestyle. Running is such a great, healthy thing for your body and for your mind and everything. So just trust the process and have fun with it. I love it. Trust the process and have fun with it. So uh, Cheryl adds in that she had her protein shake this morning after she's trying to get better uh, at that. Awesome, Cheryl. And just remember what um, Jen shared with us last week. Make sure you do have some carbs in that protein. Um, so remember, you want to combine your carbs with your protein to so make sure there was some fruit in there or maybe made a smoothie, threw a banana in there, some strawberries or had them on the side. Um, I always have every morning is my protein shake, my apple. That's kind of my staple um, every morning. And Leticia says, yes, rise and grind. Um, okay, eat more and strength train. Got it. Um, and Eddie is asking, um, so I think we kind of answered your question here, Eddie. He wants to gain weight in his legs to gain muscle, to get them stronger for long distance runs. Uh, sorry, I have thin legs. Uh, me too as well, Eddie. So I'm, I'm there with you. I, I feel you. I got, I got chicken legs. So I think we pretty much answered that, Eddie. It's really nutrition and strength training. So in order to get your muscles bigger, you need to actually strength train to actually load the muscle so it can have those physiologic kind of breakdown of your muscle and then it rebuilds and it recovers. And that's how we got muscle hypertrophy, right? However, I will say that genetically, some people have thicker muscles and some like my calves are chicken legs, right? So <laughs> my calves are never gonna be huge. I'm never gonna have huge calves. I can strengthen them to the best of my ability, but they're never going to be huge, right? So everyone does have some genetic, um, you know, that's uh, our DNA. So we have some limitations there, but I would say really making sure that your strength training and loading the muscle will help develop that hypertrophy in the muscle. So you got to make sure you're adding um, some load and some resistance to those muscles. All right, can I team. Just add to that? Absolutely. I think it's so important that we do a full body training and not just focus on the legs and miss the, the upper half from the torso up because we are uh, so dominant in our mindset that our legs have to be strong. We also need strong backs, strong shoulders, strong arms. Think about those, those arms are pumping back and forth. You've got to have a strong back. Your pectorals need to hold you upright so your lungs will stay open so you can get the lung, the oxygen into your lungs to get those legs moving and have that turnover that you need on those nice strong legs. So a full body workout is so important. A lot of people tend to drop it like it's hot and squat and deadlift and, and they forget the upper half of the body. And we need that so much when we run, it's really, really going to help you go longer and stronger when you train full body. Oh, great point. Uh, Coach Latoya, 
And that is actually one of the surprising things for the folks that are in our Healthy Runner Strength Program right now when I've been meeting with them. And they've said to me, they said, well, I expect the leg exercises, like you said, um, because this was a strength training program for runners, right? I expected leg exercise. They're like, I didn't realize I was going to be doing upper body stuff too. Like, they're like, this is cool. I didn't realize. I'm like, yeah, that stuff's important for running. Like you mentioned, the core is important. Your scapular muscles, uh, your back muscles, your stabilizers helps your posture. All of that is important for running as well. All right, guys. So I have a question that I, I really want to just get to kind of what you love most about training for a half marathon. So for those that may be considering running a half marathon, or you can either share a tip um, that you have for those that are going to be crushing a half marathon in 2021. And it's going to be the same question for all of you, really. I want to kind of go round robin style here. And I feel like I need to change my gallery view. I'm going to go gallery view. So there's like Hollywood squares. You guys remember that <laughs> reference, right? We, I got like Lou under me right now. I think um, we can like high five each other. Um, so what is the best thing you love about training for a half marathon? Let's start with uh, coach cat. All right. The best thing is for me, the structure that's, I enjoy the structure of having it on the refrigerator. This day I'm doing this, this day I'm doing this. For me, that is the best part of it because I, I don't know, it might be back in school. I like to put like little stars. You know, you used to get those little gold stars. I put a gold star, I finished a blue star, I finished. And then by the time the week is done, hey, I have all those little stars. It sounds silly. It may sound silly to somebody who's looking at me like, what on earth are you talking about? But for me, that is something I enjoy seeing the completion of it. And the time doesn't matter whether it was a good run, a bad run, a fast run, a slow run, a disastrous run, uh, interrupted by an animal run, all happened. It doesn't matter. There's that star on that thing. So it's the little things like that that I found personally makes it more enjoyable for me. I, I, even though that sounds a little silly or maybe not something that's for everybody, I just like seeing those little gold foil stars on my weeks. Awesome. All right. So structure, um, you like the structure, you like having the plan. Um, so let's go coach Latoya. Same, same question to you. What do you love about kind of training for a half marathon? So I, I do love putting a blue little circle or triangle or square <laughs> something on the calendar. It's something visual about saying, Yes, 30 days in a month. I started out blank slate. I just rocked 25 days, 25 blue stars. Hello, that's awesome. Give yourself an attaboy. Yes, I love that. I also love, I love people. I love community. I like to get out and have an opportunity. I know that I'm going to be with one, two, three, four of my, of my friends, and we're going to go grind out six miles, seven miles, eight miles. I love to, to know that I'm going to have some consistent um, camaraderie and some friendship. Yeah. I love what I love about training. It really forces me to enjoy the long runs, but also enjoy the long runs with people. I like to get out there. You mean you're a people person? Not at all. Never, Complete introvert. Introvert. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, no, absolutely. Community is so important. And that's what I love most about our team 
Healthy Runner program is honestly the community that we have in our kind of private uh, Facebook community and even getting together for our long runs. Um, and just, you know, we, we, are, we are a, a society that likes to interact, right? And I think that's what's probably been most difficult, right, for us during this pandemic is not being able to socialize, not being able to interact. So it is nice that we're able to kind of share within our running community um, that we're all going through the same thing at the same time. It's like, okay, it's week one of 12 weeks or we're halfway there or we have two weeks until our goal race, right? So we're all in it together and we have that uh, community feel um, even if we're not even in the same state, right? So even if we're all over the country, uh, we have folks who were in Maryland, in Texas, in you know different parts of the country that were in our program in the past. And um, we still are able to kind of be together through that um, community feel. So absolutely. So Coach Lou, same question to you. What do you love uh, most about training for a half marathon? Well, I definitely like the community as well. The team Healthy Runner last year is awesome. I, I like everyone in the group is so nice. But um, I think um, I, what I like um, the most is, is such an achievement itself. Um, and it's, it's, let's say if you, if you do a 5K that you can, you, you can say you are pretty good runner. But then if you've done half marathon, you are a serious runner. And that kind of it's a, it's a, it's such an achievement that you feel it in after 5k every long run towards a half marathon um five miles six mile every time you increase the mileage you feel like you are improving and and also it's um such a good training on the mindset as well because you start to need some grit along the way mm -hmm. and and you feel it you feel it um and you can and with this, you actually bring that to your life and you feel more motivated and it's it just such a good feeling. Um, not to say that when, when you're done with a half marathon, you, you, feel, it's, it's, you feel like you, 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 you made some good achievement. That's why all the half marathon has a medal. It, that may be a silly thing, but I, I do like that. All the half marathon, you get medals, right? Right. Um, many of the five Ks don't. So that's some of them do, but mo all the half marathon has medals, and it, that that just means it's a huge achievement. And if you start with five K and then and then end up with a half marathon, you are you are serious. You are, and say, congrats yourself if you can do that. So what I'm hearing from you, Lou, is like the sense of accomplishment that you get from challenging yourself, right? And taking really, you know, forcing yourself or challenging yourself to kind of go next level. And I know for me personally, that's what I love most about honestly running in general, but definitely like a half marathon is that challenge because it does take that extra level of effort to get those long runs in to gradually increase your running volume. And then once you've run a couple under your belt to start to work on your speed. 
and to try, you know, and do that speed work, those hard workouts. And that's all part of like our program that we have, depending upon if you're in the intermediate or advanced um, phase. So whether or not, you know, how we classify you is we, we challenge you and we're going to hold your feet to the fire and we're going to keep you accountable yeah. because we're going to be checking your, your running on our final surge app. So we use the final surge app and so we have the calendar, like uh, Kat mentioned, having a calendar, Latoya <laughs> did, right? So we have a digital calendar that you can have an app on your phone or on your computer. And you'll, you will see like today, I have to run three miles on my plan, right? Maybe if you're in your, our intermediate program, you have to do a tempo run on Thursday. So you're going to be going at a faster pace for that 20, 25 minutes of time in your mid run. And we're going to be seeing if you've accomplished that, right? And it's on your calendar. So you got to get it done, right? So those in our advanced uh, program, then you're going to be getting some interval workouts. So we're going to be really pushing you and really helping that leg turnover to increase your speed. So then you're shaving time off of your half marathon time. So those are all the things that we do. And I love that challenge uh, as well, Lou. Um, that's like, I get most amped for those track workouts. And I remember Latoya in the fall, you and I kind of having a little competition back and forth, mm -hmm. like, all right, because I would work out in the mornings and then Latoya would yeah. do her track workouts in the uh, after work hours. So I'd be like, all right, Latoya, I see you. I, I got mine in. Now, <laughs> now it's your turn. <laughs> oh, I, I had to do it. And there were days that I didn't want to. And that's where that grit and the mindset comes in. What I want now versus what I want most. And, and I was definitely not going to let Dr. Dwayne Scotty get his in and me not get mine in. So it worked. Friendly camaraderie, <laughs> friendly competition and teamwork. Absolutely. I love it. So coach Whitney, same question uh, to you. What do you love best about training for a half marathon? I really, I do enjoy the long runs is, I mean, some people hate them because they're long, but for me, I, I don't always run my long runs with people, but when I do, it's part of like my favorite part of the week because I am a stay-at-home mom. So I don't always get human interaction. I get human interaction. I don't get adult <laughs> interaction. Um, so it's great to get to like run, spend an hour, hour and a half, whatever it is, those miles with a group of people or one other person get to see what's going on in their lives. I get to talk about the dumb things that my kids have done or my husband or whatever. And you just kind of get to know other people at a different level than you do like just your friends that you hang out with and have coffee. Runners have that special connection. You can talk about pretty much anything and nothing's off the table, um, which is sometimes good, sometimes bad. Um, <laughs> but I will say, if you are joining our half marathon program, I know in Connecticut, I know you guys are going to be doing group long runs here. If you're going to join me, we're definitely going to do some group long runs. Um, we are going to follow the COVID protocols. We'll be wearing masks when we need to. We will be staying apart when we need to. We will be following all necessary protocol. We do not want anybody getting sick. Um, that being said, don't be afraid to join group long runs because we are going to be safe and they will be really fun. I promise. I just wish and, I could come out there and do some with you guys. Maybe in the fall. I don't know. Maybe See we'll have to do a, a Facebook Live within the group uh, while we're while we're doing our long runs together. <laughs> I can show you guys the scary coyotes and the javelina that chased me. Nice. So we'll just show you the uh, chipmunks that run across Lou's feet that he almost squishes <laughs> on the uh, Farmington Canal line. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So guys, the long runs, I've gotten this question from a couple of folks um, who've joined our program this week. Um, you don't need to run a certain speed. So these long runs, everyone's goal is going to be slow conversational pace runs. However, that being said, you know, we, we have enough people in the program that we usually have at least five different paces that perhaps someone might be running around the same pace as you. So I know, you know, we were in basically like groups of around two-ish people, three, or even sometimes four, um, that there is someone who's running around the same pace as you. So it is kind of nice because you're not alone. Um, but if you, you can be alone as well, right? So the thing I like about the long runs is really the kind of before, you know, and making sure we are following COVID protocol, obviously. And then after, and just knowing, you know, you have other people going through it with you. You've physically driven to a spot to go do your long run. You're all doing your long run together at the same time. And then you are accomplishing that and you're finishing your first six miler on week one, or you're finishing your first double digit 10 miler, right? When we get to like week six, right? Or week seven, um, that, that I think is, is definitely beneficial. And the conversations are great too. So I am more of a solo runner myself and really haven't done the uh, group runs except for when we started doing this last spring, actually, for our first training program. But I absolutely love it. And Whitney, I never knew that you mother runners uh, talk about your husband. So I'm going to have to keep my ears perked up now <laughs> that I know that that's the, like the secret that you guys just, you know, do some husband bashing that we didn't do what we needed to do, or we can't multitask like you moms can, or we can't remember the kid's schedule. Like, you know, you moms can, you guys are superheroes. We know that. And, but yeah, I, I didn't realize that the long runs were used for the husband bashing time it's as well. Bashing. It's like, no. silly little things like i can't believe he put in the red shirt with the white towels and now we have pink it's silly stuff it's not really like oh my gosh i can't believe he did this you know it's lighthearted. it's all in fun no i i totally get it i totally get it um no, this is great. So guys, let's, uh, we could probably talk for hours, but our podcast listeners might be shutting us off right now. So let's get into our final stretch. So if we can change one thing about the misconception about running a half marathon, or even if you wanted to go with joining our team training uh, program, um, let's go coach cat first. Uh, what's the one misconception about running a half marathon? That you need to do it alone. And I know when I ran my first half marathon, I ran it with a really good friend, but we had no resources. There was nobody we could ask a question to, you know, and even if you're in the program and you're going to be doing this per se on your own, you still have a community where if you have a question, just ask. One of us will, will help you if you're having a struggle, if you don't think you can if you're just having a bad day, one of us will help you. And I think that is something that lacks in a lot of, if you just pull a plan off the internet versus the team healthy runner plan is that you have a network of support. You don't have to do it alone. Even if you are physically maybe doing it alone, you don't have to do it alone. And I know my first half, I had so many questions that seemed silly and there was nobody to ask. I had no running friends, nobody. 
So I just went online and did research. So hopefully you won't have to go through what I did. You can learn from the really stupid things I did, which is probably a whole nother podcast of what beginner runners have done <laughs> me. Um, so that's probably the one misconception I would say that I have tried to dispel having gone through it. I talk, everything I say is from personal experience. So. Nice. Thank you for sharing. And Kathy actually agrees with you. Kathy, thanks so much for tuning in. But she says that her long runs are always solo. Uh, so it's a mental game for her. And yeah, that is so true. Uh, the mental side of things. And like Kat's saying, uh, Kathy is, you know, when you have a community and people going through it together, we help take some of that away, right? We kind of pump you up before your long run. We'll give you the, as coach uh, Latoya says, attaboys after your run. So, you know, we'll have you, you post a, a selfie or, you know, just drop, you know, when you've got it complete, we'll, uh, we'll also see it on your training calendar. So we'll see that you have completed that run and we'll be able to give you those kudos and that motivation to make sure that you get after it um, the following week. All right. So we're turning this over to coach Latoya. What is your uh, misconception about running a half marathon? So uh, my, the biggest misconception is that it's hard and you can't do it. And I, I say, one, you got to get your head right. And two, you got to find a good circle of people that are going to help you. I'm going to go back to the community, strength in numbers. You can do this solo because running is a solo event. Nobody's moving your legs for you. You got to do it. But, but the, the community that I have found, and I think lots of other runners will find within the team, the Healthy Running Facebook group is huge with, with people consistently, five coaches here, dropping knowledge every week, new tips, tidbits. We've got so much information that you've already posted in the Healthy Runner group. So you've got running tips, you've got podcasts, you've got videos, everything right there. It doesn't have to be hard. You have strength in numbers. You have a community of people who have all been there and or going through it with you. So it doesn't have to be hard. And, and you're going to find a lot of that at 530 in the morning. Not everybody wants to get up and work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I call it the rise and grind. It's accountability. We got to get our strength training in because we know it's going to help us in the long run. So if, if you're interested in, in, in some accountability, Monday, Wednesday, Friday and the rise and grind, I, I will, I will uh, get you that information and you, you can come in and work out with us and, and we'll see all those gains at um, 530 in the morning working out. It, it's not the biggest misconception is it has to be hard. It doesn't use your resources, use your people, the community, and, and you'll find that with um, healthy runner, you'll find it within the training program as well. We're all going to lift you up and, and get you the, the detailed information you need to, to see that it's not, it, it doesn't have to be, mis it's, it's not hard. You can do it. I love it. And so what Latoya is saying is really that it doesn't need to be hard. And that's what we've really tried to do with this program. And it's to really simplify that process for you. And we literally have these specific strength exercises for running for you to do. So we have that all built out for you. And even this is actually an added perk, added bonus, if you will. Um, Coach Latoya is doing accountability calls on Zoom every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, if you want to wake up early with her um, to get your workout in to make sure you do it, um, she is happy to have you jump on Zoom. And I know also Rachel in our community, our resident yogi, she is also doing the same with Trish on mm -hmm. Tuesday, Thursdays for those that are doing two days of strength training. So 
our program, you can either do it three days of strength training or two days of strength training. I put that on your calendar. Um, so you know when you're getting your strength training in, when you're getting your running in, but we really keep it simple for you. We provide you the run plan, the strength plan, and then the community um, that we've talked about today. And it doesn't need to be hard, like Latoya says. Um, so Coach Lou, what is the misconception um, about running a half marathon? Um, most of the good things, uh, I, I agree with most of the things that uh, Kat and Latoya said, but I think I can still add um, that it's, yeah, it doesn't have to be hard, but also it's um, considered it as a journey, it's not a destination. So um, it's like, like last year, um, after we finished the half marathon, it's like we done it. And sometimes we lose our motivation and just <laughs> go back to the couch. So um, the things that you spend, it's, it's such a big achievement. Um, you, you do all the long runs, you, you, you do all the training, um, you practice. That's another thing that I say um, half marathon is pretty serious because you got, you start to work on nutrition, the, um, the refill during the run and all these things. So you get all this knowledge there um, during the run. So that's a big, it's a journey and you learn so much along the way. You got, you got to meet so many good people, you get the support, you get a community. So, yeah, I feel like um, the things that you don't have to stop there. I, I'm not saying you have to go up to marathon and ultra, but it's just um, <laughs> you learn so much along the way and, um, and try to enjoy every minute of that during of, of training. And, and yeah, the, you get a goal, you, you finish it and try to enjoy it and um, see what it, what it brings to your life, to, your, to, to everyone around you as well. So that's, Absolutely. Oh my goodness. So journey, not a destination. And Gene agrees. And really that is what, you know, I really try to, and we all really try to make this program about is for you to feel good again, right? So it's the journey of feeling good again. It's not the destination of running your fastest half marathon, or it's not the destination, right, of actually, you know, completing that specific half marathon. But going on this 12-week journey, you will feel good again and be better for it, right? Be better in your personal relationships, be better in your work, right? Be more productive, feel good about yourself again, right? Feel good about body-wise um, and you'll feel healthier, right? You'll be more physically fit. So that's really what we do with this program. And Coach Whitney, last but certainly not least, what would you say the uh, misconception about running a half marathon is? I would say what I hear most often is I don't have time. Um, and that's not true because we all have the same amount of time in a day. Um, if it's important to you, you will find the time. I know a lot of us get up and run in the dark. They make great headlamps. They make great light vests. Um, so you can be seen by cars and you can see others. You can work. Some people run at lunch. Some people run in the evening. I know some people have to run with a stroller and push a four-year-old, almost five-year-old who weighs like 40 pounds uphill in the wind, but you can, you can do it. it. It does take time. And sometimes you do have to rearrange your schedule a tiny bit. Sometimes you have to, you know, 
do your long run on Sunday instead of Saturday because you have a soccer game or you have to do it, you know, you have to do it in the afternoon instead of the morning or whatever. But if it is important to you and you've set the goal, you will be able to do it. And um, we are here to help you. If you have questions about how can I fit this in, this is, this is what I have going on this week, help me. We can help you rearrange some of your workouts so that some of your shorter runs are on days where you're crazy busy and you can do those before you go to work. Or we can help you move your long run so that your rest day can be on the day that you have 40,000 Zoom meetings. Um, but if you want to do it, we're here to help you and we want to help you. So you do have the time. I promise. Oh, such a great, great point. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, guys who are here on the Facebook Live, did you guys learn anything today? If you learned something today, just type in the comment box, learned. Um, I'm curious. I'm sure there are going to be many folks who've tuned into this episode and picked up something, right? Picked up a tidbit or something that uh, may be helpful. So if our running community wants to find out more how our healthy runner team helps runners, um, how, how can they best uh, find out more if maybe they're listening on the Spark Your Training YouTube channel or maybe they're listening on the podcast? How can they find more about our team of coaches, LaToya? You can easily drop a note right here <laughs> in the comments and we will reach out to you. You can reach out to us through the Healthy Runner Facebook group. We've got a few short days to get you registered to answer any questions and get you enrolled. And you can find that at the Healthy Runner Facebook group. Absolutely. So that's like home base, guys. So these guys are going to be dropping knowledge within our Healthy Runner Facebook group. Um, we would love to have you in our team Healthy Runner Half Marathon program so you can run 13.1 and get your running back on track this spring. Other things that we didn't even mention in here, these are like bonus perks of our, we kind of talked about a little about those bonus perks. Like if you need accountability on Zoom to get your strength workouts in, we have that. Um, the other I, thing actually I didn't mention before is um, our, our resident Yogi Rachel has actually offered to do free complimentary restorative whoop. yoga classes Yay. every Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Um, the other perk we talked about is the in-person group long runs. If that's your thing, you want people to run with, that is a perk. It's not a necessity. So as I mentioned before, we have people all over the country who are in our programs. Um, you don't need to be local to Connecticut. It's kind of just a little added perk or local to Arizona, Southern Arizona area. Um, those are just some like added perks in there. So there are these bonus perks and us being able as a coaching team to actually check out your workouts, have the online platform, have the final surge app, be able to, if you got one of these smart watches, be able to sync your Garmin, your workouts automatically to your final surge. So you don't even need to enter anything. It just automatically does that for you. So there are a lot of perks um, along with this program. And really our main goal is to actually get you to be able to run 13.1 and really feel good again, right? This has been a crazy, crazy rough year for everyone, right? And in-person races pretty much being canceled across the board. And hopefully that will be turning around for us very soon. 
but most of us will not be running any in-person races. We will, as a team, run mm-hmm. a virtual uh, half together. And that's another added perk. Uh, for those that are local, um, we will do a group virtual half marathon race. We have a couple options that we will be signing up for for April 25th. And we're going to be doing that as a team. So if a goal is a thing of yours and you're like, well, I can't be motivated because there's no in-person races. Well, you know what? We're doing a virtual race and we're making it in-person race, right? Obviously following all the COVID precautions that we need to follow. Um, So those of you who uh, jumped on here on the live, if this was helpful, just hit that like or love button. Or if you just like love our healthy runner team, like, aren't these guys amazing? Like, honestly, aren't they amazing? right? They are amazing. These guys are amazing human beings. And that's why I'm so excited and pumped to have them on board and to be able to help you guys. Remember this Thursday, our team healthy runner half marathon program closes. So you got to get in guys. This is a deadline kind of time specific. Uh, We hope today's episode really helps you whether or not you join our team or not. You're running a half marathon. I hope we gave you some kind of tidbits to help you be able to hit your half marathon goals this spring. Um, Thank you all for kind of jumping on um, the live on Facebook here. If you're listening on the podcast or listening on the Spark Your Training YouTube channel, remember every Monday night, 8 p.m., we go live within the Healthy Runner Facebook group. Today, we went a little early, but uh, keep us in mind your schedule. Next week, coming attractions, we will have a true expert in sports medicine uh, field. We have Dr. Petroliano, uh, who is a professor, chief of orthopedic surgery at Keck Medicine of USC. Um, he's the head team physician of the LA Kings. And we are going to be discussing early arthritis in runners and management strategies. So we're going to be getting into like, what do you do for arthritis? If you have arthritis, can you run? Should you possibly consider an injection? What types of injections are out there? If you have a total knee replacement, can you run? Like, there's going to be some serious knowledge bombs dropped in next week's episode. So I hope you guys tune in coaching team. Thank you guys so much for joining us live. We'll let you say your uh, final farewells here. Coach cat, go for it. Okay. Well, bye. Anyway, if you have any questions, you can drop it on Facebook. I answer, I do a lot of direct messaging to people. So feel free and no question is too silly. I promise I've asked every silly question for you already. No question too silly. Love it. Coach Latoya. All right. Thanks for tuning in guys. I really appreciate it. And I will see my rise and grind crew. I hope in the beginning it's base. It's easy. You can do this. I got this. You're excited and pumped and ready to go. And then aw snap life happens. What do I do? You adjust. And that's the great thing. As long as you keep moving forward and keep adjusting, you're going to get there. So don't sweat it. Don't make it harder than it has to be. To see you, if you're not already there, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 530 Rise and Grind, Team Healthy Runner. We'll do it. Thanks for showing up. Have a good night. Coach Lou. All right. So get your mindset right. uh, Your body will follow. You can do it. I love it. Coach Whitney. All right, guys, it was great chatting with all of you um, from Southern Arizona. If you guys have any questions, shoot any of us a message or post it down below. We are happy to answer any questions. Like Kat said, there are no questions too silly because guarantee you one of us, if not all of us, have asked the question because we've been there. So it's been great. 
have a great night and we'll talk to you guys soon. And if you guys are interested in our Team Healthy Runner half marathon training program that you heard about here tonight and you want to learn more information on how to sign up, how to get registered, drop team into the comment box below. We'll shoot you the link for the details to find out more about the program. Thank you again. Remember, stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. Until next time, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Runner Podcast. Can I please ask you for a couple of favors? Can you subscribe to The Sucker wherever you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever so you never miss another episode? You'll be notified when a new episode drops every Thursday. Can you also please leave me a rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts? What I want you to do is to tell them how awesome you are as a runner and then tell them what you have liked most about the show. I love to hear what you have to say. I read all of them and it means a lot to me. If you haven't seen the video version of this podcast, then head over to youtube.com forward slash spark your training and you can see the video version as well as our full video library of exercises that are specific to your running on the Spark Your Training YouTube channel. Also, if you like the content in this podcast, then you will like the community even better. Head over to our Healthy Runner free Facebook group so you can get all the bonus content, blog articles, and get your questions answered by myself and our team of Healthy Runner coaches. The fifth and final thing I want you to do is that you can help this podcast out by taking a screenshot wherever you're listening, whatever episode, and put it in your stories on Instagram and tag me. That is at Spark Your Training. If you do this, I'll give you a shout out and repost it, sharing your running wins while listening to the podcast. More importantly, we'll be able to share this information with a lot more runners because that is the goal, guys. We want to get this information in front of as many runners as possible to help them stay healthy so they can stay on the road doing what they love. So take a screenshot, share it on Instagram stories, and tag me in it. You can also find out how I help runners as well as our brand new Healthy Runner Strength Program by visiting our website, sparkyourtraining.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I just love our Healthy Runner family. And remember, guys, let's stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. Until next time.